0: I'm excited for you to hear today's episode. Let's get into the show. All right, good morning everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. So this is a highly requested podcast, how to do a body recomposition, and what is a body recomposition. So body recomposition could also be considered uh, fat loss. So if you're someone that wants to lose um, you know, even if you want to lose 80 pounds, it would still be a shift in, in body composition. I would consider that more of like a weight loss phase because there's more weight to lose. A body recomposition, I consider that more if you're in like the 20-pound range. If you want to lose 20 pounds and under, I would consider that more to be a body recomposition. Uh, but it could also be called a fat loss phase because we're actively trying to just lose fat. So your body composition would take into account two variables. It would take account your muscle and your fat, right? So if we shift your muscle and your fat ratio, we are therefore shifting your body composition. So now we want to make sure we shift it in the right direction, right? Things that people do to shift their body composition in the wrong direction is they eat more calories than they're supposed to. They don't hit their protein. They're not working out. They're not strength training, and they're not resting properly. That would shift your body composition in the opposite direction, right? It would cause you to have more fat and less muscle. Now, there's a point when when you're losing fat and building muscle, there's a point where your muscle level and your fat level are kind of going to meet, right? This is imaginary. This is not like a actual scientific, Like data thing that you're going to see, but I'm just saying there's a point where they're going to meet, and there's a point where you're gonna have your muscles are going to show more, right? You're gonna lose body fat, and then your muscles going to grow, and therefore you're gonna see more muscle show up, you're gonna have more muscle definition as you build muscle and you lose fat. So that is what a body recomposition is. So, now how do you achieve a body recomposition? So, I'm going to explain to you the perfect scenario. And then I'm going to explain to you where most people would potentially be starting. So let's just assume that you have not been under eating for a long time. First thing I want you to do is go to a TDEE calculator, a total daily energy expenditure. I want you to go on there, plug in your age, your height, your weight, and your level of activity, right? Ideally, you're strength training three to five times per week. Um, and then there's gonna pump out a number. This is going to be a theoretical number of how much food you need to eat to maintain your current body weight. And now from that amount, if you're doing it without a coach, right? So I'm telling you this without a coach. Uh, I'm giving you some secrets here. I want you to plug in that amount into my Fitness Power chronometer. And then I want you to calculate your protein. So your body weight divided by 2.2 will give you the amount of body, your weight per kg. And I want you to do times 1.5 grams. So we're trying to determine your protein here, right? I'm always telling people you need between 1.2 gram to 2 gram per kg of body weight. We have your weight in kg. We can go right in the middle and do times 1.5. That's going to give you your amount of protein. You're going to go my fitness power chronometer. You're going to plug in that amount of protein and the amount of calorie we just calculated. Now I'm going to want you to eat this for at least one to two weeks. So I want you to track your food every day and eat like this one to two weeks. If you come with us, we build you a custom meal plan to make sure we hit all your vitamins, nutrients, micronutrients, macronutrients with delicious recipes that are 100% whole food plant-based so you don't have to track your food. We take care of all that for you. But if you're on your own, I want you to track your food for one to two weeks and I want you to track your body weight every single day to see how your body is going to respond. And then I want you to grab the average of those two weigh-ins. So weigh yourself at the beginning, grab your average at the end of week one, the average at the end of week two, and then see how your weight responded. Did you lose weight? Did you gain weight? Did you maintain your weight? If you maintain your weight, then that is your actual maintenance calorie. If you've put on weight, then that is not your maintenance calorie. Your maintenance calorie is potentially lower. If you um, lost weight, then your maintenance calorie, your calories actually need to be increased in order for you to be at maintenance. Now, if your goal is to improve your body composition, we're we're looking to go into a deficit. We're looking to lose fat and build some muscle. So in order to build the muscle aspect, protein being hit is gonna be important. And then strength training hard three to five times a week is going to be important. Make sure you have a good plan in place, which again, we take care of for our members. We ensure that there's progression in their macro cycles. So um, protein, weight, and then the calorie deficit. If you ate that food and you kept your weight, awesome. Do a two to 300 calorie deficit, right? If you've put on weight, then you can try two, 300 calorie deficit and see how your body responds. If you lost weight and you lost like about a pound, don't change anything. Continue eating that amount of food. Right? So here's the difference when you do it on your own and what you do it with a coach. When you do it with a coach, um, we have a lot of experience. Like right? myself and my team, we've coached over 500 people, almost 600 people at this point um, to completely transform their body and basically achieve a shift in body composition. So we know when to make those adjustments to make sure there is no plateau in your fat loss. If you're doing it on your own, you obviously don't have the experience of having coached that many people and, and our systems. But what I want you to do is keep eating that amount of food until your body plateaus. And then once your body plateaus, we're gonna create an additional deficit, right? Just go by 100 to 200 calorie chunks. And it's beneficial also to start adding a little bit of cardio. Cardio or heart training, which I like to call it, will allow you to create an additional deficit, right? Only add like 20 to 30 minutes um, at a time at the beginning. And then you can go by like 10 minute chunks, depending on where you're at in your phases and depending on where you're at in your fat loss. But you wanna start creating deficits with some of your cardio and with some of your nutrition. And as you progress, eventually your body is going to plateau and then create another deficit from there. The goal is to maximize every decrease that you do, right? The reason we're not starting off with removing 500 or a thousand calories up front, which is the common thing in the fitness industry is because, um, 500 calories, if you want to lose a pound a week, a thousand calories, we're trying to lose two pounds a week. The reason is we have to play along with your body, not against your body. So what I mean by that, your body only wants to survive. It does not care that you want to have a flatter stomach and you wanna fit in your jeans, it just wants to survive. And so how it does that is if it notices there's a massive decrease in energy input coming in through lack of nutrition, it'll start to shut down systems, slow down your metabolism, and adapt as quickly as possible to that new amount of food in order to be able to live on a day-to-day basis. So if you do a thousand calorie deficit, you'll lose a lot of weight at first. A lot of it will be muscle, and then your metabolism will slow down drastically in order to be able to adapt to that amount of food, and then you're going to plateau. And then if you've removed a thousand calories and you've plateaued, where do you go from there? You got to remove more food right? And so that's why it's more valuable to do small decreases as you progress through your fat loss. Now we've had Will, which uh, I did a podcast with, I believe he did, I can't remember his fat loss. I think it's like 30 or 35 pounds with a 300 calorie deficit. Like we did a really small deficit. We maximize every single deficit we did with his nutrition and with his training. And he lost like 30 some pounds with like a 300 calorie deficit. Something along those lines. There's a podcast I did with him um, if you look at the list of episodes. So you wanna maximize every decrease that you do. So never make massive decreases. Um, And then from there, just keep doing that until Um, you've lost the weight that you want to. And there's gonna be a point where you start to feel a little bit more tired, a little bit more lethargic. And then from there, it would be valuable to reverse diet. So here's the danger and why I don't like people doing fat loss on their own, is because there's an amount of calories that will be too low and it will start to become unhealthy. So when our members work with us in their check-ins, they have questions to answer. It's like, how's your sleep? How's your hormones? How's your sex drive? If your sex drive starts to go when your calories are too low or your body fat percentage is too low, which is a good indicator that we need to start considering reverse dieting. So we have to ask a bunch of questions to member to know when it's time to potentially start reverse dieting, potentially a diet break for a week, for a weekend or whatever. So we have more data in order to make those calls. And again, those calls come from having coach people for so many years we have over 30 years of combined experience for our for our coaching team so it's hard for me to translate all those years of experience and that knowledge into one podcast because it's very situation dependent but overall find your tde create a deficit from there make sure you hit your protein make sure you're training, training create deficit with uh nutrition or calories but at small decreases and when your body plateaus just create another deficit um don't follow your emotions never make an emotion-based decision when it comes to fat loss it has to be a logical one because sometimes you'll go off track one night you'll eat pizza or donut or just like too much pasta and then the next day your weight's gonna be up on the scale and you're gonna be like oh my god i gained some weight let me just create cut my food the next day and you fall into a very vicious cycle of, uh, overeating, undereating, overeating, undereating. I know I've been there. We had a lot of rivers. that have been there. I remember those days when I was doing it personally and it sucked. That's why I've always, always had a coach after those times. So never make an emotion based decision. That's why it's valuable to have a coach because this coach can keep you on track and make adjustments when needed, not based off your emotions, because we're removed from your emotions right? So we can make the actual logical call of what will help you in your journey. And we can make, um, you know, adaptations based on where you're at mentally and where you're at in your journey. That's the value of having coaches. Why I have multiple coaches in my life. So that is how you would go into a calorie deficit and uh, start to create that shift in body composition. If you're training hard hitting your protein, it's gonna allow you to retain as much lean muscle mass as possible and build some muscle. And then with the deficit with your nutrition that you're creating slowly with that in your cardio, you're gonna start to see decrease in your body fat, a cut should take anywhere from you know 12 weeks to 24 weeks to potentially 36 weeks to 52 weeks, depending on how much weight you want to lose. Uh, but there is a plateau of how much calories you shouldn't go um, below uh, because that's that right, It starts to become unhealthy. So it's very important to pay attention to the signals that will cause you to get close to that lower amount of, of calories, right? At certain points not beneficial. We got a member with bigger fat loss um, and we had to do a fat loss. We lost like 40, 50 pounds and we did a reverse diet to speed up their metabolism. And so they were able to keep the 50 pounds off. We added a thousand plus calories of food intake. And then from there, we did another fat loss which was so much easier than the first one because most people when they come in their metabolism is not optimized. And so having an optimized metabolism allowed us to do a, a way easier fat loss the second time and then we reverse out of there and then like they're down 80 pounds. So that is how you do a shift in body composition with a lot of patience, a lot of data, and a clear structure on how to get there. And so that is the ideal scenario is if you're starting at someone that is eating a lot of food from the start. The majority of the world from what I've seen from having coached so many people are coming in Undereating. a lot of people are just severely under eating because you probably tried to lose weight on your own before so it's normal it's and it's very common so things to consider depending how deep the deficit and we've seen some scenarios where i uh, you know for uh, a certain woman her maintenance was like 2100 calories but she was eating 800 calories per day when she came to us because she tried to lose weight on her own for years and just kept cutting cutting and cutting and so at the 800 calorie mark i just had to have an honest conversation and be like hey we need to reverse diet i have First of all, no wiggle room to lose more, weight. I'm not gonna cut more calories than 800. You're already doing like two hours of cardio every day. Um, First of all, it's extremely unhealthy and health is your number one priority before your physique. And so we need to reverse diet for at least like three to four months, which we did. And then we did a maintenance phase. And then we went to a fat loss and this person lost 20 pounds and her body composition was awesome. They have way more energy than ever before. But if you're someone that's already in a deficit by like three or 400 calories, that's not too bad. We can bring you up closer to maintenance and then do the deficit from there. Just get you used to a bit more food for a bit before we go into it. But if you're starting really low, like reverse dieting would be extremely valuable. And I know it sucks to hear that you're not gonna lose weight for three to four months as you reverse diet. But at the end of the day, you have no other option. You're severely under eating. Like your only two options are going from that severe calorie deficit to maintenance in one go, which is gonna make you put on a bunch of weight. But it's going to be really fast. You'll be able to eat a lot of food really quickly. Um, or the best option, in my opinion, is to reverse diet. It'll take you three to four months. You'll maybe put on like a pound or two throughout all that time. But we'll be able to add a 1,000 plus calories to your daily food intake. Get you to a place where your body has uh, is able to digest the extra food. Because if you go from 800 to 2,100... Like your digestive system is gonna have a really hard time processing all that food and that additional fiber. So reverse diet is reverse dieting is slow and steady. Allows your digestive system to get used to the increase in food. You won't feel like as bloated as if you were to make it in one go. You'll have more energy. You'll be able to pack on some muscle throughout the process, and then um, you'll only put on a pound or two versus you know putting on twenty ish pounds if you were to do that big of an increase because you would basically be doubling your food intake. Um, so. Yeah, those are basically how you shift your body composition. There's honestly been so many scenarios throughout the years when we've been coaching um, our members. But the most common one is that people come in um, under eating. If they're under eating by a little bit, it's not too bad. But if they're under eating by a lot, we need to reverse diet first before we do the fat loss. Um, And I always feel sad when someone doesn't want to do the reverse dieting. I'm like, unfortunately, we won't be able to work together because your health is my priority. And I can't um, with the right mind drive you into more fat loss. If you're already severely under eating, we need to put you in a good place where you're healthy and feeling good. And when it's going to be easier for us to do a fat loss. And so guys, that is how you do a shift in body composition. I hope it was valuable. I hope I've explained it properly. There's a lot of data and, and knowledge and experience in my head that I'm trying to translate through, through this episode, but it's, it's very simple to do the process, the complexity comes in the person in the situation that they were in before they came. And then the other layer of complexity is how the body will be responding as we go through the fat loss through the body recomposition phase, because how your body will respond will be different for a lot of people simply because um, of the person's previous history. If it's your first time losing weight, like you're going to revise and respond so well, it won't even know what to do. But the thing is, the more often you've tried to lose weight, your body builds resistance to it. So it becomes harder for your body to let go of the fat. And we've seen this over and over and over again. And for some people like they will have to like push, 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 the weight will plateau for a little bit, and it will drop like five pounds in one go, right, but they haven't lost weight for a while, like your body builds resistance, the more often you've tried to lose fat. And so that's why I'm not a fan of, uh, fad diets and like doing like keto there's 28 day juicing and all these challenges simply because you're basically putting your body at harm and every time you do that you create resistance it becomes harder and harder and harder for you to lose fat and so i'd rather you just do it the right way the first time and that way you don't have to create that resistance in your body and um, then we get to speed up your metabolism post fat loss you get a ton of food to maintain your new body and then you're good to go all right, so guys, I hope this valuable this episode was valuable. If it was, feel free to shoot me a message on Instagram or Facebook. If you have any additional questions about everything that I shared, if you're on YouTube, you can feel free to leave a comment. If you're listening on podcasts, again, social media would be the best best way to do that. Um, And yeah, be sure to leave a five-star review if this podcast episode was helpful. If you're interested in working with us so we can take care of that whole process for you and listen to your body as you progress along and make the necessary adjustments and to also help hold you accountable, educate you, and to help you not make emotion-based decision or more, you're more than welcome to apply to work with us. There's a link in the show notes where you can book your free consultation call with one of our FitVegan goal setting coaches, highly trained individuals to help you identify uh, what your goals are, how we can get you there, what are the limiting factors to getting you there and see if we would be a good fit to work together. So the link is down below. Feel free to book your call. Hope you guys enjoyed the podcast episode and I will see you in the next one. Ciao.